Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another edition of Adventures in Careerland. Welcome, everyone. We're in Season 2 of Adventures in Careerland. I'm Adriano Magnifico. I'm your host. I'm the Career Development Consultant in the Lurio School Division. And we run this podcast out of the Arts and Technology Center's Broadcast Media Program. And we can't do that right now because of COVID. So we are all at extended places in our lives. And I'm here with my two able assistants, my student producers who are in the Broadcast Media Program. And that program is one of 13 incredible programs in the Arts and Technology Center that uh, really center on applied learning and technical training that give kids a leg up on the workplace when they decide to move from their high school lives. And there's one thing we all have in common. Every single student in the history, since Horace Mann invented this crazy high school public system, we all, one thing we all have in common is we all leave high school. Some of us leave with distinction. Some of us leave dragged over the line. And many just meander through it. But there's one thing in common. We all leave high school. And when you're in the broadcast media program, you leave with distinction. You get incredible skills. And one of these people is Zoe Kruzek, who is one of our producers in grade 11. Zoe, how are you today? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm good. How is COVID treating you today? Um, a, a little stressful, more because just <laughs> yes, because my parents want me to get the COVID vaccine, and I am absolutely terrified about it. Oh, you are, eh? I, I've I've had the first uh, dose. I was terrified. Are you a needle person? Is that what bugs you, or are you just worried about the whole vaccine? Um, both. I am terrified oh. of needles, but I also have a bunch of reasons why. I shouldn't get the vaccine. Well, you got to make your call, but uh, listen to your parents, listen to your heart, and you'll come up with the right call. Uh, And our friend Akira Sakaki, who is our grade 11 student from Windsor Pack, the Windsor Pack Collegiate. Uh, How are you doing, Akira? Hey, Mr. Magnifico. I'm doing well. Not a grade 11 student, grade 12, but... um... You know, I make these mistakes all the time. eh? You're a grade 12 student, but you're sticking around. You're yes, coming I... next year to the program. So this is uh, really fortunate for me. Zoe's in grade 11. Akira's in grade 12. But they're both returning next year to produce the podcast. So super excited for that. Less training. I like it. Good stuff. So Akira, how is the uh, COVID-19 pandemic treating you today? Um, today specifically, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to do. Um I really don't really like to work from home. I'm not a person who does remote learning very well. I'd rather be at school learning in person. Um, so it's it's been a little rough, but I'm managing. Well, you're a people person all the way. Uh, sorry, and Zoe, you are, what I see in this is you're coming out of your shell, girl. You're doing a great job in this podcast. So you're both doing a great job in the podcast. And that's what I really like about these these kinds of programs. They just they pull things out of you sometimes you don't know you have and they push you in directions so that you keep building on your strengths and keep building on new new things you're trying when you talked about you know the covid vaccine that that kind of makes you worried zoe i get it but all these programs do that too and it's just stepping out of your comfort zone to go for it sometime and so you guys are doing a great job i'm super proud to have you on my team that's for sure now in the u.s you're aware 
they're taking masks off. They've had so many people vaccinated. I, I think I saw some crazy stat that said uh, 60% of their adult population has been vaccinated, something like that, which means they're getting toward closer to herd immunity and they're taking masks off when they go outside and some of the economies opening up. I don't think we're in that ballpark. What do you think? Right now, Manitoba, I think that we're actually, uh, we're definitely not ahead of the states and we're nowhere near what the states is doing. They, they're on the ball. But I think we're getting better. Like, uh, I see that every week, pretty much, we're dropping the legibility for vaccinations. So I think it's I think it's a good thing. I think we'll be in pretty good shape at this point next year, um, even by September. Yeah, yeah even by year. September. Next yeah. Year. Like, I got my vaccine yesterday. And, oh, how did uh, that feel? How do you feel? I'm not going to lie. I feel a little bad. I'm, I'm not too hot right now. Um, I think it's like I feel a little chilly and I'm, I'm I got a little bit of like sick symptoms, but it's OK. I'm doing okay. fine. OK. Yeah. Well, you know, Manitoba was raided yesterday. We, we made the national news per capita. We have the worst covid, uh, I guess, spread in North America right now. So way to go, Manitoba. Anyway, that's not why we're here. We're here because of Manhattan Leslie Toogood. She's our guest today. And she's a grade 12 student at Nelson McIntyre Collegiate. Her name is Manhattan. We can call her Matty, she says. All her friends do. So, Matty, are we officially your friends now? Yes, I think you count now. <laughs> she's going, oh, my God, what have I gotten into? Get me out. What is this over? Oh, my gosh. So, Matty, it's so nice to have you on this podcast. And you've done a couple of good things. I've, I know you a little bit from some of my engagements with some of the programs such as junior achievement that you've been a part of at uh, at, at nelson max so welcome to our podcast how are you feeling about covid today thanks for having me um i'm doing pretty good today does anything worry about it or do you just get into a routine and you just kind of go through the routine and you're living the routine um i think i'm kind of in the routine now especially because this is like our third lockdown this is like our third time doing online school so it's definitely easier than the other times. Is it driving you nuts though? Because you're about to graduate. What's your graduation going to look like? I honestly have no idea. My mom's actually on the grad committee and she doesn't even really know what's happening yet. I know, but that's there's a lot of planning. And it's a it's one of the most difficult things in June for a high school in a pandemic because the event is so full of pomp and pageantry. It's such a beautiful event. And you have to iterate it almost every few days to see what the government is saying about what the requirements are and what the limitations are. So that's got to be super hard. And it's hard on all schools. But I couldn't believe how creative Louisville School Division was. And most, I would say most, most divisions of Manitoba, anywhere I imagine, in putting these events on. Some amazing stuff going on. So Matt, Maddie, I believe is going to be a great event at Nelson Mac. There always is. And it's going to be cool. I believe you'll be walking and distancing and doing all those safety protocols, but still going to have that special Nelson Mack feel. Now, you go to a little high school. Nelson Mack's a little high school in the division. There's about 300 kids there. How do you like being in a small school, Maddie? I actually really like it, uh, especially because you, when you walk down the hallways, you see people that you know every day. You never see somebody that you don't already know. And it's really great for extracurricular activities because you can get involved with so many things. Because like at bigger schools, they have they have to have tryouts and you they have to turn a lot of students away. But at Nelson Mac, that's never really the case. I know. You know what I love about it? And I saw this when I was in that building for a little bit in the past. I saw that I, if you want to play basketball 
and you're not a great basketball player in the context of, you know, I'm going to be, you know, a major starter, a provincial all-star, there's a place for you on that team. I love that. Yeah. I totally love that because you can play out some of your kind of interests. And it's tougher to place some of the bigger high schools like the Dakotas and the Glenlons where kids are cut. That hurts inside too when a kid's cut. So that's kind of cool. So what? So tell me, you talked about extracurriculars. What kind of extracurriculars do you actually do? Um, oh my goodness. I've done all sorts of things during high school. I was on the volleyball team. I did alternate for a while, cross country, and then just other stuff like leadership. I did yearbook for a while, sewing club, musical, band, just all sorts of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. So that's the beauty of being in that place, right? That's the beauty of yeah. you doing so many things. Zoe, what kind of extracurriculars were you involved in, in high school? Um, in grade nine, I tried, I tried volleyball, but because we're also a small school, um, we had to play, I had to play in the varsity team. (laughs) So it was like very scary at games. And I was, they'd say I was afraid of the ball because they'd hit it so hard. (laughs) This isn't funny. I know, but it's making me laugh. Like I, I thought, I thought you were going to say something like, uh, we're a very tidy school, but I got cut. I thought you were going to say something like that. But, oh no, we uh, rarely have enough people to make teams. So that's the beauty of it. But what did you think about uh, Zoe? I, I love what you're saying there though. What did that bring out in you? You were scared, right? It's those little fears you go, but they're, you're supported by your coach and your teammates, right? What did that bring out of you? Or what did you learn from that experience of, of being the young kid on the varsity team? Well, I don't play volleyball anymore. <laughs> I was kind of scared out of it. Um, I like that. I like that. Way to move on. Way to way to accept the challenge, Zoe. Good for you. I like that. Akira, what do you do? What kind of extracurriculars have you done at uh, Windsor Park? Um, like sport-wise, I wasn't really uh, someone who did that many sports at the school. Like, um, I did badminton for the school. Um. Otherwise, I was involved in, like, the sports in a different way. I was, like, scorekeeper for volleyball, scorekeeper for basketball. And, yeah, that was, that's as far as I get when it comes to doing sports for the school. Okay, okay. So, Maddie, uh, you're, you get the impression. The reason I ask these people is that's what Nelson Mack does, right? That's what the smaller places do. You just get involved. You just get involved in all kinds of events. So, Tell me which ones really had the most influence on you, you moving forward, because we're going to talk a little later about you applying for a Schulich Award, which is a big STEM award, a national STEM award that you earned, which is so cool. But which are the which of the actual activities where you thought, oh, I love this. I got to keep going with this. This is making a difference to me. Um, I think J.A. was definitely a big one, not because I wasn't really a person that was into like the business side of things. I'd never thought that I'd be interested in going to business school or anything like that. But that was the, well, not the first time, but one of the first times that I had a leadership role in that way. And especially because I was in grade 11 at the time. So I had to tell like students that were older than me, kind of give them tasks and stuff. So that was definitely a big thing for learning about leadership in that way. So what did you do in junior achievement? Um, I was the vice president of finance. All right. Did you like, do you like working with numbers? Yeah, that's why I signed up for it. Okay, so you're a numbers person. You're a math person. You're a science person. And you, in classes, are you really energized by that? Or are you just going through the hoops because you're so good at it? No, I really like the sciences. I have a good time in the classes. 
And you do a lot of project-based learning at Nelson Mac. So do you like that format, you know, the more hands-on, getting your hands dirty versus the book learning? What do you prefer? I definitely like the hands-on experiences. Like when we did field trips to different parts of the city, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it makes it come alive, doesn't it? That's one of the beauties of that place. So that's awesome for you. Now, you're applying for um, a Shulik Award. Now, the Shulik Award is this national award. What made you even think about the Shulik Award? Um, honestly, it was Mr. McKechnie, our guidance counselor at our school. He was telling me about the different scholarships, and I saw that it was a STEM scholarship. So I thought that I would try. Yeah, and, and, and STEM means science, technology, engineering, and math. So the Shulik is really geared toward the science kids and those who want to pursue careers and education in science and make a difference in the world. But when you get those awards, Maddie, you have to do some persuading. How did you persuade Shulik that you would be, and let's be clear, this award, is it 100 grand or 80 grand? Um, 80. 80. It, it's usually 100, but I think they extended it more because of COVID. 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 It's a new disease. COVID. I've got the COVIDs. Uh, the, because of COVID. And, uh, and so they could offer it to more kids, which is really good. So you're getting a big award. Uh, how did you persuade them? What activities really stood out for them? Um, I'm not sure. I think that when I was writing my essays, I really just tried to talk about the things that I was passionate about and the things that I loved. So I hope that that came through in the essays. And I think that's kind of why they chose me. Ah, grasshopper. So what are you passionate about then? Um, definitely just helping others. I think that's one of the biggest things that I want to, that I, is important to me in all the activities I do and that I want to carry on doing for the rest of my life. Okay. So you've done some help in others. Even your junior achievement piece was about helping others. What was your junior achievement project about? Oh, we made uh, Joey's, which was like an environmental alternative to plastic shopping bags. Yeah. And that was, that was making a difference to the environment. You also are, what other extracurriculars did you do? You're on the United Way group, right? Yeah. You're an ambassador. What did you guys do for the United Way? We made uh, reusable menstrual pads for uh, women in poverty in Winnipeg. And then we gave them to different homeless shelters in the city. See, those are the pieces that catch the ears and eyes of scholarship adjudicators when you think outside yourself. Would you consider those to, you said Jay was an important one. Was the United Way one an important one to you too, an activity to do? Oh, yeah, definitely. It was a huge thing. That was like the first time I had kind of done a project outside of school. Like most of the work I had done was to support Nelson Mack, which is also really important. But that was the first time that I was really supporting my community. Ah, see, that, that's a great point. So what, and the Schulich people are interested in what difference you want to make in the world, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they just don't want to throw 80 grand at you to do a science program without you saying, here's what I want to do with it. What do you think you can do with, with a great, and, and what kind of sciences do you want to get into? Let's talk about that a bit. What kind of sciences do you want to get into? I mean, I'm not 100% sure what I kind of want to do with the rest of my life, but I think I'm interested in more of like the life sciences, like microbiology or immunology. Right on. Well, wh why does that make a difference to you? Just because it makes people's lives easier, like the research that they're able to do to come up with new technologies and new medications, it makes people's lives easier and better. And I think that really helps other people. Now, 
again, you're you're in the midst of a pandemic. Does the pandemic affect what you're thinking? Would you like to be someone who works on research around a pandemic? I mean, maybe definitely all the things that I read in the news about like epidemiologists and like tracking across provinces, like how the virus spreads. That's really cool. It is cool, isn't it? And the, and I, uh, I I forget the name of the woman who kind of had a major role in creating the kind of the DNA kind of system for this, but it's messenger RNA. Are you familiar with that? Uh, we learned about it a little bit in biology this year. It, it, but that's amazing, isn't it? Like it's a total change of everything, isn't it? About how to get into the DNA. Does that stuff interest you? Like researching that and making a difference that way? Yeah, it definitely does. Actually, we were doing the, we're supposed to do weeks without walls in a couple of weeks. And yes. the one I'm in is uh, how they test for COVID and like DNA sequencing and stuff. So I was really excited for that. Oh, that'll be great. So what is a weeks without walls? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, it's a thing we do at Nelson Mac where classes are suspended for, I think it's three weeks out of the year. And like all the students are allowed to sign up for a different, a different block that they're interested in. So you have to learn about stuff that's not in the curriculum. And that's cool. And the neat thing is you try to tie it back to the curriculum though, don't you? Like yeah. when you do, when you talk about, when you go learn how COVID and the vaccines created through messenger RNA and the CRISPR technology, you're bringing that right back to the classroom. How does that feel when you do that? When you take actual stuff outside and bring it into the classroom, how does that feel as a learner? I think it's a lot more motivating because you can see how what you're learning can actually be applied in real life. Like when you're just reading out of a textbook, you're kind of like, why am I learning? Like this, this means nothing to me. So then when you can actually see how it works, it's a lot easier to learn it. Right on. So you really get to the why and, and you really connect to your personal why, don't you? Like, that's pretty cool. Like mm -hmm. your per, like your personal why of why you're doing things and and why this stuff matters is is really important. You did something called and we do it in uh, Luriel School Division, the Lean Career Design Canvas, in which you do this series of thinking about your experiences, your uh, your uh, um, your skills, uh, your activities you choose in and outside of school. And then you put it in the form of a problem and a question you want to figure out about yourself. And then you try to work on it. You've done a canvas, correct? Yeah, I did one last year. Okay. How did that canvas influence? Because that's a giant reflection tool, right? It's a giant tool that makes you look at yourself and think of all you've done. It, look at your big picture and say, okay, where does this all fit in right now? And it, it's not definitive, but how would a, but it gets you on the path to thinking how important it is to think about yourself. How important was that canvas in helping you connect to an essay for Schulich and the award adjudicators? Yeah, it definitely helped when I was writing my scholarship essays this year. Just because scholarship essays are all about why you're doing something. They don't really, they want to know what you do, but they want to know why you're doing it. So that canvas definitely helped organize all of my ideas and kind of start, started helping me think about why I was doing the activities that I was doing. I think that's cool. And that's really neat that you said that. So how important it is for high school students to reflect, not just take a lot of content and deal with a lot of content or even engage field trips. How important is it for high school students to actually reflect on what they do? I think it's super important, especially because a lot of times, especially in grade nine or 10, I, I started doing activities that I thought people would want to see on scholarship applications. And it's only when I got away from that type of thinking that I really started to discover like the activities that I actually wanted to be a part of. Hey, that's a neat comment. That's really cool. Hey, Zoe, are you thinking of anything? Akira? 
Anything on your brain? Um, yeah, I do actually. So earlier you were mentioning that you really like helping others and like you're into the, the sciences and like all the research and things. I just want to know if you ever thought of like maybe becoming a doctor, like once you graduate or something. Yeah, that's definitely a thought that has crossed my mind. I honestly, I have no idea what I want to do after undergraduate school. I'm actually in like the integrated science program for first year. So it's kind of a program that's supposed to um, help students take a lot of different science classes in their first year. So when they choose their classes in second year, their major, they kind of have a better idea of what they want to do. Oh, that's awesome. And in the spirit of that, you, now, because because you've kind of been trained to be more reflective uh, through the Nelson Mack process, through the canvas, uh, and, and through the smallness, and the teachers there are all about the why there, too. It's a pretty powerful school with, with that really helps kids connect with their best selves. That's what I love about the school you're in. Uh, what are you thinking of down the road uh, when it comes to being in that program? You got to think of what's going to stick to you, right? And what doesn't. Does anything stick to you right now? Like right now, as a high school kid, which pieces kind of stick to you where you're going, I'm super curious about finding out more about this? I think just the research process in general is definitely something I want to get to know more in the program and in first year. All the students are get to do a research project in their first year, which is something I'm really excited to oh, do. Excited. So just yeah, I'm really excited. Any ideas on that? What kind of research do you want to do? I'm not sure. I think that you get assigned to a different professor at the school and you kind of help them with the research that they're already doing. But they sent nice. me a list of like all the projects they did last year and it spanned like across everything. Awesome. Now, here's the other piece. You did the JA stuff, and I, and I find that kind of interesting. The JA stuff is business, and I, you made the interesting comment about, I never thought I'd be interested in business, but business is everywhere. Do you get that, mm -hmm. too? Like, like, do you understand that? Even when you become a doctor or a researcher, there's going to be the business of doctor or researcher as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely opened my eyes, because I think I thought business was like one thing and it opened my eyes to see that like it didn't have a specific de definition it could be anything yeah and that's why a lot of kids go into asper schools or business admin programs at uh at the universities because it gives them uh, a wide range of choices and opportunity hey akira anything on your mind yeah uh, um well right now i'm just kind of sitting here kicking myself because i wish i would have <laughs> applied for more scholarships. You do, you, you do this every podcast. This guy is a perpetual. He's kicking himself. I hope you're okay. Do you need any medical attention? No, I'm I'm all right. I'll just Thanks. I'll just right. wallow in my sadness. <laughs> so, what are you talking about with the scholarship thing? I, Akira and I have talked about this, right? I said, Akira, you got some good marks because he's in the '90s. He tells me, I've never seen the transcript. I'll be honest with you, but he said he's in the '90s, and he's never applied to this. So, how important was it, Akira, making the point? It's an interesting point. How important, Maddie, you said if Mr. McKechnie didn't come and talk to you, you wouldn't have even have applied for this thing. Is that correct? I mean, I could, I kind of heard about it before from some of my friends in grade 12, but he was definitely a big reason why I applied for it. Yeah. Right on. And Nelson Mack wins a few of these. I remember doing that and I helped out with the scholarship setup pieces there. So the people become aware. Do you think there needs to be Maddie and even Akira, Zoe, do, do you think there needs to be in high schools more information about how to access scholarships? Yes, yes. definitely. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Because like, it's also, look at the it's two producers. It's so important. It's so yeah. important. The thing is, at Winter Park, like, they do talk about scholarships, like, frequently, but they talk about, like, school scholarships, like, Winter Park scholarships. They don't ever talk about these, like, massive scholarships. So, like, I didn't even know that was a thing until we talked about it a little while back, Mr. Magnifico. And that's why I was like, wow, that sucks that I didn't get to apply for that. Well, and, and sometimes schools just sponsor kids. So Maddie got sponsored. If McKechnie came to you, then he probably said, you're going to be our, our, not everyone can apply for these. The schools have to decide who they want to send for some of the big ones like Schulich and uh, Loran, I believe, right? Yeah. Well, for the Schulich one specifically, you kind of had to send him an email explaining why you wanted to apply to it and stuff. Yeah, it, it, it's not a free-for-all. Like, you really have to have high marks, and you have to have done some things. What were the – like, when I talked to you, Maddie, about some of your events, it really is those events. Like, when you did the United Way, where you, I like what you talked about that. You saw the bigger picture outside of high school. Or when you're doing some of the business pieces, when you're working on pieces and working on projects that, that make a difference. That's what I recommend to every student who's applying for these scholarships. And I help them, I help them apply for these, and I've had many winners of these scholarships – you have to make a difference somehow. And that's where some students just kind of go through the beaten path, do their work. They could be doing more. They could be going outside of their school and their, and their boundary zones and connecting to the community because that's what these scholarships want to see. Fascinating stuff. Now, Maddie, I'm interested in if you, would, if you could give a grade 11 or 12 student, your grade 12 student now, a cheap bit of advice about what they ought to do in their what cheap advice would you give them about what they ought to do in their high school career? What would you tell them? Um, honestly, a lot of just what I said earlier, try not to think about what you think scholarship committees want to hear about. Do what you like to do, because it's a lot easier to make time for things that you actually have an interest in. And then also, marks are definitely a big thing, and they're a big part of it. But I think sometimes kids are scared of applying to these scholarships if they don't have perfect marks and the truth is that the scholarship committee they look at your marks but they also look at what you want to do and what you're already doing yes so it really is that's a great line so it really is about pursuing what you're really curious and interested in isn't it yeah so it's be yourself be authentic scholarships are nice but first and foremost be true to yourself would that be fair yeah definitely okay I, I really like that. So, Maddie, you're going on to a, 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 a looks like an incredible career. Do you know where you're going for your school, uh, Schulich scholarship? What university? Yeah, I'm going to Dalhousie. <gasps> Dalhousie in Halifax. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful place. And that's a beautiful town. So four years of Dalhousie. That's spectacular. And they take care of your coursework and your housing down there, right? Yeah. So good for you. And you saved your mom and dad a pile of dough. Way yeah. to go. That's the big thing. I'm a dad, okay? This is this is the big thing. I don't care about the rest of the stuff. You just saved them a pile of dough. Good for you. Good for you by taking charge yourself. Well, anyway, of course, it's been our pleasure to have you. And I think this will be inspirational. I really believe it's going to be inspirational for other students to hear some of your story. When you look back at your home life and everything you did, did you feel like you had a supportive home life between mom and dad and all the pieces? And, and uh, how did that influence you? as you as you've made your way through high school oh definitely my family and my friends and even the teachers at nelson mac they're all super supportive i definitely don't think i'd be anywhere near as successful without any of them especially my mom she's 
has a really big career and she's always been supporting me and pushing me to be the best version of myself. So that's been a big part of it. Oh, that's awesome. So we want to end on that great note. It's important to have your support group. It's important to connect to your family and uh, you can make a difference. I think you're going to make a difference, Maddie, in the world somewhere. I think something good's going to happen to you and it already has. <laughs> and I think you're going to make a difference. So I think that's the end of our podcast. Last thing, we always ask some crazy, I, I like to ask some crazy things. What's the, what do you like to put on your toast, Maddie? My toast? Um, like butter, <laughs> jam sometimes. What kind of jam? Strawberry. Strawberry. So that's the key question to this whole thing. So thank you. Maddie, who likes strawberry jam on her toast, and by the way, is going to get a, has earned a, a Schulich scholarship, has been our guest. And she's given us some really insightful pieces about life, about school, about making your way, and about being true to yourself. So we really appreciate you being here, Maddie, Manhattan. And again, I, I was going to ask you, where did you get the name Manhattan? Oh, um, I was actually born in Manhattan, Kansas. That's why I was named after it. Oh, that's beautiful. So you're named after the place in which you were born. That's a beautiful thing. All right. So thank you for doing this. Zoe and Akira, thanks for taking care of the production of this. And we look forward to, this is our session six of the second season. So we're, we're just cruising along. We'll look forward to another one. And everyone, thank you for being a part of this. Be safe in our restricted lockdown here in uh, Winnipeg and Manitoba. And we'll see you again for another edition of Adventures in Careerland. Thanks, everybody.